to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. Welcome to American RVer. On this month's show, we travel to Casa Grande, Arizona and stay at the Desert Shadows RV Resort. Peg speaks with General Manager Peggy Flynn about the park and its amenities. Next, we speak with Stacy Frank, owner of Weigh It, an RV weighing service. Since RV weight and how it affects tires has been a big safety concern, we'll dedicate the rest of the show to weighing our coach and talking about how weight affects your tires and tire pressure. We have an interesting and informative show coming up, so I hope you'll stay tuned. Hey, welcome to this edition of American RVer. February brings us to sunny Arizona. It's where most of the snowbirds go in their RVs and we're happy to be a part of that crowd. We've dropped in at Casa Grande, Arizona, which is midway between Tucson and Phoenix. And we're here at the Desert Shadows RV Park and with me today is Peggy Flynn, who's the general manager. We're going to talk a little bit about the park and see what it has to offer. Thanks for joining me today. Well, thanks for being here. Tell me a little bit about Desert Shadows. Well, um, Desert Shadows is one of the Western Horizon parks, and actually they have 22 parks scattered throughout the United States. So that's States. a membership park system? It is a membership park system. Um, I probably could equate it very closely to a timeshare. But it's a real low-cost alternative to camping and, and paying 30 or $40 a night. Absolutely. Um, most of our members have no fees other than electricity. and. Um, uh, they love their camping. Uh, oh, we we've really, met several people here and they're just thrilled to be here. They are. And you know, we target really the camper that's out there still seeing the world. Um, Casa, Casa Grande itself is surrounded by um, RV parks that are winter destinations. Uh, we're the only park in town that varies from that and our people are still out there looking around. Okay, they haven't decided where they're going to be full-time or part-time. They want to see the rest of the country. Um, you know what? A lot of them are full-timers, and hmm. I'm more aware of that every year, how many people um, sell their homes and go on the road full-time. But they still are seeing the United States, and right. that's the real attraction of our membership because right. we have parks everywhere for them to sit down and do that. Right. Well, tell me about some of the amenities at Desert Shadows. Well, this particular one has a great activity program known within the system for the activity program. Uh, we have a kitchen that serves five to five uh, days a week. Um, we have pool tournaments. We have shuffleboard. We have a pool. We have a spa. Mm -hmm. um, we have a five-hole putting green. Oh, we have some exercise classes. We do. <laughs> um, we tell them we feed them five days a week and we exercise so they don't leave with any extras hanging anywhere. <laughs> um, yes, we have a walk away the pounds and we have... Um, um, I saw the water aerobics this morning. We have water aerobics, um, and actually we're really proud the girl that teaches that is also an instructor for CPR. So we offer all our members that come in CPR. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it is. So not only are you becoming healthy, you're also able to help someone else in an emergency. The whole idea of an activity program is to get it varied. You know, mm -hmm. we have trips to the casino, we have vast and a sundered different um, um, organizations come in that um, do profiles on whatever it is they sell, whether it be um, insurance and and air vacs or some tours. Absolutely, tours to um, olive groves, to mm -hmm. cotton uh, gins, 
you really have to get a cross-section of activities because you have a cross-section of people that come to visit well, you. Well, what I've noticed is there's something just about every hour of the day. If you want to participate, you can spend your whole day doing activities here. You really can. A lot of beating, a lot of arts right. and crafts. Right. And I would say that women enjoy that, but beating is a thing that men enjoy also. Well, it's taught by men. Uh, yes. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so we take all the sex gender out of everything. Now here's what I noticed about Arizona. Coming from the East Coast where we've got the ocean, we've got the trees, we've got the grass, it's very beautiful. In Arizona, we've got cactus, we have mountains, we have brown. And I'm noticing in the parks there's a little bit of difference too where you've got the cement pads but yet you have the stone around them instead of big grassy areas. Well, we, in, in, in this area itself, are very high desert. Um, our summer season will um, have a long period of 110 to 118. So your vegetation struggles in the summer, and we keep um, at least three couples on the resort in the summertime just to keep a handle on that. Because mm -hmm. if our drippers stopped in the summertime, we would lose all vegetation within three days. So, so we really, are, in Arizona, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. In Arizona, do you really have many campers that come here during the high summer season? No, no. Mm. And, and this particular resort is not open in the summer. Okay. It closes on May the 1st. So our season is from October the 1st to May the 1st. So we really do target the winter visitor that comes into town. Right, okay. But um, we're known within, the, within our system as the parking lot because I am, you know, slabs and gravel basically and for that reason we've got to keep something that really attracts and first of all our sites are nice large sites oh they are flat nice large sites so that attracts the RVer because a lot of them are up in age and they don't want to struggle getting into sites or going up a hill and parking on a hill so we attract them that way but we feed them very well we have, <laughs> we have a strictly volunteer kitchen uh -huh. And they're amazing what they put out there. And so when you stop and think, it's the aesthetics are beautiful. The aesthetics are, I mean, I'd love to have some water and some trees, but I haven't found one manager within the system that wants to share them. So um, <laughs> we keep other things. You know, we rely very heavily on our food program. We rely extremely heavily on that activity program. Mm -hmm. We bring in great entertainment for them and we keep them busy. Right. So we keep them happy. Yeah. Well, we've had a great time so far, and we appreciate being here. So next time you're down in Arizona, not in the summer, stop by Desert Shadows RV Park and check it out and see if a Western Horizons membership is appropriate for you. Thanks for being with me, Peggy. Thanks for coming to visit with us. After the break, Stacy Frank of Weigh It weighs our motorhome. See how that turns out next. Charlotte, North Carolina is a special place. You have the Panthers, the beautiful Skyline, and of course, Lowe's Motor Speedway and NASCAR. But for RVers, Charlotte is home to the best satellite sales and service company in the Southeast. Cordell Satellite Sales and Service specializes in installation and repair of TV and internet satellite dish systems. Cordell has been installing Motosat internet uplink systems for your favorite NASCAR drivers. The best news is that you too can get Motosat satellite internet. If you're tired of fighting with your air card or trying to find a Wi-Fi hotspot, give Cordell a call at 704-264-9486 or email them at mohotogo at cs.com. Their certified technicians do make house calls. Trust Cordell Sales and Service to install or repair your dish. We did. Remember, since 1995, it's Cordell Satellite Sales and Service. As they always say, once a customer, a friend for life. Call 704-264-9486 for your satellite TV and internet needs. 
Welcome to this segment of American RVer. What we're going to do today is we're going to talk a little bit about weighing your RV, whether it is a motorhome or a fifth wheel, um, even a trailer. Uh, it could be weighed, and each axle could be weighed, and each tire segment could be weighed individually. And um, Stacy Frank is here, and Stacy's company is Weigh It. Stacy, glad to have you here. Nice to be here. Thank you. Um, we're going to be doing our coach, as a matter of fact, today. And we're going to show you how that all comes together. And it's a pretty simple procedure, but it's a very important one. And uh, what do you have here? Is this our, another guest? or <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. This is a very important part of this procedure. This is the important part. OK. What is this? This is our scale. Uh, they come from Sweden. Very, very accurate scales. Mm -hmm. I treat it like jewelry most of the time, but I really like it. Mm -hmm. We use this to weigh each individual wheel position. So we'll be able to know wheel position weights, total axle weights, mm -hmm. and by adding all those together, total coach weight. Now this is different than if you go to say like a Flying J, they don't give you individual wheel weights. They, no, they give don't. you an axle weight, is that correct? They'll give you a total weight or an axle weight. Mm -hmm. I've talked to them and asked them why we can't just straddle the scale and be able to get side weights that we're gonna be able to do here today. Mm -hmm. And I was told that Number one, they don't want us doing that. That's why they put poles or curbs in front of the scale, so we have to drive on straight. What they're saying is that the scale is not designed to be straddled. I you, the, the fact would be is that they say you cannot repeat the numbers. So here we'll, we're able to repeat numbers by weighing each individual side. And so how are we going to do that? Just give us a brief overview of what we're going to be doing. We're going to lay these scales down. I'm going to have you back onto the scale. You're going to move, in this case, we're going to move a little bit further because of this curb, but normally it'd be only a foot, mm -hmm. the width of the tire back to my scale. I'm going to read each side. Um, my wife is going to write those numbers down. Then we're going to stop you, have you pull back off the scale. We'll move the scales to the forward front. We'll weigh those and then basically have you put back right where you're at and we'll be all finished. Okay, and then you take all this data and what do you do with it? Well, you put it into the computer, we show you, we print out a real nice sheet that will show you exactly what each wheel position is carrying, how stressed or how uh, close to limits these tires are, mm -hmm. because now we'll know how the tires are working and be able to give you exactly what air pressure should be in the tires to sustain that load. Mm -hmm. um, it's a real nice printed out document that now gives you information that you would not be able to get at the Flying J or any other flat type scale. And depending on your tires and the range of your tire, um, certain tires can hold more weight than other tires, is that absolutely, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so um, you can also then tell someone if they are overweight and they have to remove something from their coach or they can let it be as is, <laughs> whatever. That's but, their prerogative. Right. I mean, obviously we're not the weight police as people like to say. We're strictly as an informational tool to show you what's going on with your particular rig. Okay. So often tire, I mean, all these RVers are having issues with tires. Is it truly a tire problem or is it something that we're doing and carrying too much weight or not enough air pressure for the load we're carrying? Mm -hmm. And you can't honestly tell what air pressure you need until you know how hard the tire is working. Now part of your service too is to actually check the air pressure in the tires. Absolutely. Okay. And we're also going to check your air gauge. Right, and see correct if it's correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Well, I guess you've got kind of an overall of what we're going to be doing, so we're going to get to it. Okay, we're now at the front of the coach, and it's just been weighed. And uh, Stacy, what do we have on the front? Absolutely fantastic numbers. Uh, the front axle is allowed to carry 14,600 pounds. Okay. That's what the max is allowed to be. As we're sitting here now, we're at 12,975. 
Hmm. We're 1,625 pounds under what that can be as far as for max. That's good. How we got that, where the driver's side would be, was at 6,450 pounds. Mm -hmm. And this side is at 6,525 pounds. So we're within 75 pounds of being even across this axle, front side to side. That's pretty good, in my opinion. <laughs> that's, that's really, really good. I love okay. it. Um, most of the time on these larger coaches, the front is within 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. The rears can be anything from close to even, which would be a couple hundred pounds to 2,400 pounds is the highest we've seen. And why is there more of a problem in the rear as opposed to the front? Loading, typically. Uh, the drivetrain is back there. Uh, propane, maybe. Batteries, closets, washers, dryers, refrigerators, pantries. Depends on the washer, I mean, uh, showers. Mm -hmm. All those things are typically aft of the front axle. True. So what's going on is how it was built and how we loaded is what's causing most of the problem. Right. Now, uh, when we weighed this, we did not have anybody in there, but typically you usually have a person in the driver and passenger seat the way Correct. it normally is loaded. Normally I have people sitting wherever they normally sit. Okay. And then we weigh that way. All right. Good. Now, the other service that you provide, as we mentioned before, is that you put air in the tires or you check the tires. Right. And we're gonna do that next. Gonna do that right now. Okay. Stacey, what do you normally look for when you're looking at a tire? I'm looking for a couple things. Number one, I'm looking at how, how the tread is. I run my hand over the tread to make sure I don't find anything that's obvious that, that you're not noticing. I look at the size. Underneath the size is the load that this tire will carry at a certain PSI of pressure. So I look to see what that load is. I look to see what the pressure rating maximum is. The biggest thing that I really look for is the DOT date. And every tire manufactured now has a DOT date that tells when this tire came out of the mold. Okay. Most RVers are using the, the window of five to seven years of tire life. And the only way to really know that number is when was this tire made. Right. Um, it does a couple things for us. It tells us, number one, obviously when it was made. This particular tire is 3205. That's the 32nd week of 2005 this tire came out. Okay. Now the coach may be a 2006. It may have taken months for this uh, chassis to be put together for whatever married up with this. So the tires can always be older than the coach. Mm -hmm. But you go by the actual date that it was born, basically. It's a born on date for the tire. Right, okay. It's only on one side of the tire. So sometimes it's on the back side. So I try to find the easy ones if I can. Mm -hmm. I hate to crawl underneath here if I have to, but I do if, if that's the issue to find out how old these tires are. Mm -hmm. um, I like to see it on both sides of the tires, but right now it's only on one. And the other interesting thing is that this is not only on RV tires, this is on passenger car tires, motorcycle tires, you name it, that date is there. Okay. And it's not unusual to go to a tire store and ask to buy new tires and get a tire that's already a year or two old that's been sitting in a warehouse someplace you just as soon have a new tire if you can. Right, because some of the life of the tire is gone. Well, in the, at that five to seven year window, right. if you're using this date, you'd like to get all five or seven years out of your own tire. Exactly, okay. And now um, you're gonna check our tire pressure and... Check tire pressures. And then you're gonna have to calculate. Yeah, probably have to hold that sensor. Then you're gonna have to calculate pressure versus how much... We're gonna see exactly what you've got. We're showing 117 pounds. Okay. Let's check your gauge. I've got a 115.5. So we're within a pound and a half. So it's pretty close. I think that's excellent. Okay. I found gauges that have been seven, eight, and nine pounds wrong. Wow. 
So if you thought you were putting 100 pounds in here and your gauge was reading seven or eight pounds wrong, you really only had 92, mm -hmm. you may not have enough air to safely handle the load. Right. And if the tire was to fail, the first thing you would do is not blame your gauge. You would tell me that you had 100 pounds in there when in fact you maybe did not. Right, okay, great. I do this with each tire all the way around. Right. And then we'll sit down with the, the Goodyear book and see now we can have a comparison as to what you're running mm -hmm. as to what you need to run. Okay, great. Well, let's do that. All right, Stacy, we have gone and we've weighed the unit. I uh, got all that information. Your wife has input the data into the computer. It was printed out and we have it in front of us. Correct. And so what do we have here? What we now have is a total picture of your coach. Okay. We're showing what it weighs totally. We've broken that down to what the front axle weighs. We've broken that down to what's happening at the left front and the right front. And the same with the rear, left rear, right rear. Mm -hmm. We now know that at this particular point that you're 2,400 pounds under what the coach gross weight is allowable. Okay. We know that both axles are under what they're allowed to carry. By going to the Goodyear RV book. Because the, we have Goodyear tires. Because we have Goodyear tires in this particular case. We're able to go to the book and see exactly what each tire is carrying. By doing so, we'll go to the correct page, and we're able to ascertain what tire pressures you should be running. Right, okay, and, and that is? Well, in your case, it's 105 in the front and 105 in the rear. So that's pretty easy to remember. Very easy to remember. <laughs> 105 all the way around. And you have been carrying more than that. So right. at this point, you can decide whether you want to lower those pressures down to what is acceptable for the tires, mm -hmm. or continue to run them higher like you've done. More air is always better than less air, Right. Here again, this now becomes your decision how you want to handle it. Right. And, um, but we are in specs and everything looks pretty good. Excellent. And this is really a great thing for everyone to do because if you don't know what your weights are, how do you know how to inflate your tires? How do you right. know um, your center of gravity in the unit and how it's going to react going around corners, going up hills, whatever? I mean, it really helps you determine um, the general weight and the balance. Correct. It's, a, it's handling, safety tire safety. We don't, we don't want you on the side of the road with a bone out tire. The problem really becomes is that the tire, if in fact you lose a tire, mm -hmm. is most of the time the cheapest part of the equation. It's all the residual damage that blown out tire can do. That's correct, right. And, and your safety is sitting on the side of the road. In some cases, you can't help if you pick up a nail or something like that. Obviously. But this will definitely help you in underinflation issues or overinflation issues. Correct. Okay. Um, and so, Stacy, tell us how to get a hold of you. <laughs> well, we happen to be sitting here in front of my sign. Yep. Um, we have a website. We have a telephone number. Uh, people find us, and we go to you. We go right to your site and, and away if we can if the site is good. And just give them an idea of, uh, in real time, how long does this process take? Typically, fifth wheels take a little longer because we weigh the truck with the trailer and a truck without the trailer. So we may spend as much as 45 minutes doing the whole process okay. of weighing and discussing all the numbers. Motorhomes, typically 30 minutes or less. That's great. And it's 30 minutes well spent of your time. And what is the general cost of something like this? Motorhomes without a tag axle are $30. Mm -hmm. And fifth wheels or travel trailers are 45 Okay, very reasonable. I think so. All right. All right, Stacy, well, thank you very much for being on the show. I appreciate really it. Really appreciate it. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. And folks, I hope you'll give them a call and get your unit weighed. We'll see you next time. All your satellite TV and internet needs, call Cordell Satellite Sales and Service at 704-264-9486.